0: And rolling sound, quiet. So you're starting looking at the lens, right? Tomorrow. This is your producer's cut. I knew this episode was going to dive into things falling apart while I was gone, but I forgot about the commentary regarding my football days and knee injuries and having fun with my dad and my love for the Midwest. I visit Iowa every single year for four to five days before the start of football season. Just to kind of recharge the batteries and get away and cut ties from everything. I absolutely love the Midwest. I hope to one day retire, move there, huge plot of land, and just be. That's my dream. Have all this land to build a home, build other homes a couple acres down off the land for my boys if they want to live there with their families. But to leave that as a legacy of the Harrison family. The Midwest is just so genuine and sincere. The South, too. And like I said in the episode, they're even genuine and sincere when they don't like you. And I appreciate that. I really do. You know, growing up in L.A., sometimes you never really know what people are thinking because their actions don't match their words. And I know that's a bit of an overgeneralization and stereotype of the big city, but I'm born and raised here. I've experienced it nonstop. So for you Midwest folks out there, I love the small town feel. I love the orientation to family and the down to earth attitude. My type of people for sure. As for my sister, I don't wanna make it seem like my sister just had a messed up life and she destroyed her life. My sister's doing great. She's not with that guy anymore and she has a husband now and they have two daughters, ages two and one. And so she's got three girls, I've got three boys. But I do feel like with me gone and my dad using more and taking over my room in the garage kind of isolated, and also him going to jail for a while while I was in college. She missed out on something important, and that was a positive male role model. I mean, already my dad wasn't the greatest male role model for her, but I'd like to think I kind of took that place while we were growing up. And when I left, she was in some pivotal times of her life in high school. And, you know, you start dating and sex comes into play, and you can easily be swooned by someone who, in my opinion, is a bit of a crook. little bit of a con artist. If you can't tell, I don't like the guy very much, but I respect the fact that that's my niece's father. And so I treat him with respect because at the end of the day, he will always be linked to my family. But I do wish I would have maybe reached out and just checked on my sister a little more while I was in college. I don't think I ever actually called her to say, Hey, how you doing? I was just kind of gone for four years and popped up every summer. And then when I did pop up, I was out and about having fun as a college kid. And it's one of those things where I don't necessarily regret it because, like I said, she's in a great position in her life. But I do wish I was a better big brother during that time. And lastly, my knee injury. That was the toughest thing I've ever been through in my life. And you've heard what I grew up in. It broke me for a while mentally, emotionally, psychologically, obviously physically. I mean, my spirit was shut down. I pushed through those months of school, barely scraping by, doing the bare minimum of work and taking advantage of the fact that the professors felt sorry for me. So I would take every opportunity I could to get extensions on papers or miss class and have excuses for it, like physical therapy or having to go see the psychologist or just not feeling up to it. And to their credit, they looked at my past history of academic work and knew that I was capable and knew that. I was just going through a rough time, but it's so funny how things work out. I was kind of an asshole, and that was a huge piece of humble pie. Actually, I tattooed on my arms as a memory of that. A humble heart is a humble soul. Because who knows, maybe I would have made it pro in the NFL or in Europe, or maybe I would have started living in Iowa working for this state representative. But I wouldn't be the man I am today. I wouldn't be the kind, compassionate, generous person I try to be at all times. It would have always just surrounded me and my ego. And so that was necessary to drop me down a notch, bring me home, bring me to a path. That was something I never imagined, like getting a Ph.D. Lead to having my three children, coaching high school football, being a trainer, working for Supernatural. It's a constant reminder that everything's connected. Nothing's by accident. It all happens for a reason. And so I'm thankful as I look back. I won't lie. It was a struggle for the first 10 years from 2005 to 2015, trying to find my identity of who am I without athletics? You see, I think that's one of the traps with sports. I love sports to death. I coach it, but so many kids want to be professionals and we put so much effort and time into getting them private coaches and sessions, which is great. Don't crush the kid's dream. Maybe they will make it. Maybe they will be that one percent but tell them to find something else they enjoy as well. Maybe picking up an instrument, drawing, writing, finding a subject in school they really like, something creative. Because even if they do make it pro, at some point, that career will come to an end. And usually, it's in their late 20s, early 30s, and you have so much more life to live. And if you don't know who you are, well, where do you go? And the last thing I wanna say about that is me making it back to the game to see my team score the winning touchdown. That wasn't about me. That was about the team. I understood what I meant as a leader. And if you're in a position to be a leader, which I believe all of you are in some capacity, whether it be a leader of your family or your friends or at work, you have to understand that the group is bigger than you, that everything you do is for others. And so me showing up was in hope To let them know I'm okay, and I'm here with you no matter what. I don't have that picture anymore. It was burned in the fire. But I have that memory, and I hope my teammates and coaches do too. Thanks for listening.